Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into Long Shots, the world's number one rated golf betting show right here on vsin and vsin.com, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds and Matt Humans as we prepare for another week on the PGA Tour, the penultimate week before the season's first major championship, the Masters at Augusta National Golf Club in Augusta, Georgia. But for now, however, we remain in the Lone Star State, gentlemen, for the second straight week. And we move from Austin to San Antonio for the Valero Texas Open. Wes, before we get into this week's preview, how about Scotty Scheffler? My goodness. I've been a fan of this guy ever since he came onto the scene. He was my pick to win Tour Rookie of the Year in 2020, which he did. But since then, three wins in the last seven weeks and now becoming the number one player in the world this rise to the top at an unprecedented pace is absolutely amazing. Less than two months ago, Scotty Scheffler had never won before on tour. Now he's the best player in the world. Yeah, and the 25th player ever since they've done the official world golf rankings. Those started in 1986. Six youngest uh, to ever emerge at number one is at uh, just uh, 25 years old. So uh, became the first player to win an event on the PGA Tour after finishing runner-up in the same event uh, the year prior since DJ did it at the Masters in 2020. Of course, Scotty Scheffler, runner-up last year at the Dell Match Play at Austin Country Club, uh, lost to Billy Horschel, and then paid back Billy Horschel, beat him in the round of 16. So Scheffler beat Poulter, beat Fitzpatrick, and then advanced to the knockout stage all the way to the final, where he goes ahead and beats Kevin Kisner in the championship match. Yeah, I think all three of us talked about before the season, Scheffler was a guy who was going to win at some point. He was going to win soon. We were betting on him until he won a tournament. He won in Phoenix on uh, Super Bowl weekend, and then I stopped betting him. 
Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, we didn't stick with him. <laughs> didn't stick with him. Uh, typically, a guy didn't reel off this many wins wow. in a short amount of time, so you don't want to bet, continue to bet the guy. But uh, Scotty Scheffler has just uh, been hot, and uh, I'm sure he's hoping he can keep it going for two more weeks. Now, he's not making the short trip down I-35 to San Antonio this week. No, to going to take the week off, and he's been chopped as far as the odds uh, tremendously to win the Masters. He was in the neighborhood of 40 to 1. I've yeah. seen as low as about 15 now. Uh, we spoke about this last week, Wes, how the match play tournament is such a difficult one to handicap. But I tell you, it's looking like Kevin Kistner and Scotty Scheffler mm-hmm. are automatic bets in this event going forward. Yeah. You mentioned Scheffler has now been to the finals two years in a row. Kevin Kistner has been there three times, and, of course, he won it in 2019. Yeah, exactly, and and nice play by Dustin Johnson, by the way. I know he lost the consolation match to Corey Connors, but DJ hadn't really played this well in about over a year. Last win was Saudi Arabia in 2021, so maybe peaking at the right time for Augusta National did make the semifinals. You know, I was starting to wonder about that, too, because I saw DJ's odds drift as high as maybe eight, 18 to 1 or so for the Masters. Have you seen enough to say that's a buy sign for Augusta? Uh, by the way, he he did hit a drive over the weekend in Austin that was, what, 430 yards? Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yes. He yeah. looked really good. And I he, mean, he shot a 63 on Sunday at the Players' and Championship. And he took down his frenemy, Brooks Kepka in the uh, <laughs> round of 16 on Saturday, or actually the round of eight. So you know that they're highly competitive, but DJ looks like he's peaking at the right time. All right, let's jump into the Valero Texas Open, the final tune-up before the Masters. TPC San Antonio It's a Greg Norman design with Sergio Garcia acting as the player consultant. A long course, and like any venue in Texas, it can be susceptible to wind. Varying degrees of wind in the forecast so far this week, guys. Looks like it'll be in the mid to high 80s as far as temperature with the wind picking up on Friday and Sunday. Not a stellar field with the major championship on deck, but Rory McIlroy's here. So is the defending Masters champion, Hideki Matsuyama. And a lot of guys, West trying to win this week as that will be the last way one can find yeah. themselves into the field next week. How did you handicap this one in San Antonio? Yeah, I didn't necessarily go with the bias in terms of, okay, guys that need to get in. And by the way, also Jordan Spieth returns to defend his title, 14-1. to Corey Connors, a former winner here, 18-1. to Abraham Answer, 20 22 to 1, Bryson DeChambeau, 28 to 1, returned after about eight weeks off due to injury last week at the match play. So, you know, what I looked at basically is the normal stuff that I would look at in terms of a tournament, in terms of stat categories, looked a lot at approach. Think you got to be really good on approach. Think you got to be really good at hitting greens. Uh, Sixty and a half percent the last six years here at this course, as opposed to tour average, which is like about sixty-six percent in terms of GIR. So, even though these are sizable greens, they're not easy to hit necessarily. Seventy-four hundred yard par seventy-two. Greg Norman was designer of it. So, look, you got to be good off the tee. This rough isn't really that penal necessarily, but it does give you some difficult angles. So uh, the greens are firm and elevated. It's going to be over seated with POA, Mm -hmm. so you're going to see a lot more POA necessarily than the champion Bermuda. Front nine's usually a little bit more difficult than the back nine, but, uh, you know, decent course. I think it kind of compares with PGA National, Riviera, Colonial, Memorial Park in Houston, Harbortown. Those are the ones I use this week. Matt, I know you took uh, last week off gearing up for Augusta. What Mm -hmm. did you do this week with the Texas appetizer before we get to the main course next week? Well, as Donald Trump said after he uh, aced a hole this week. 
I'm not a braggart, you know. But uh, <laughs> but like here's to, the press release. I don't like to talk about accomplishments, but here's a press re- release on my hole in one. Uh, I had Jordan Spieth in this tournament last year, but I'm not going to brag about that because he was the favorite, right? Yeah. And we felt like a lot of signs were pointing to Spieth uh, stopping that drought, and he did. He got the win, but he beat Charlie Hoffman, who really pressured him down the stretch. So what I look for is tee to green play, like Wes uh, mentioned, and uh, Abraham Answer is one of the guys that fit uh, the category I was looking at. And also, just typical, one of my favorite ways to handicap golf is horse for the course. And Charlie Hoffman has yeah. finished second in each of the last two tournaments played in San Antonio, even though his, his recent form is not good. I, I love the guys that are the horse for the course players. You talked about Kevin Kistner in Austin. Yeah. yeah. No, there's no doubt. I think Hoffman probably is a bigger horse for this course than anybody in the field this week. I looked at strokes gained approach like you, Wes. I also looked at putting and scrambling, and I looked at par-5 scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are some of the very most difficult par-5s to score on on tour, so I wanted somebody that's good in that category. Yeah, Three two of, of those par-5s, by the way, longer than 600 yards. Yeah, and one's like 597. So yeah. you, you really could have three out of four here that are playing at 600 yards or more. Bermuda grass greens, like you mentioned with uh, the POA overseed. Very undulated, trouble in the trees and the wooded areas off the fairways, but very little rough, like you mentioned, Wes, to deal with. I looked at TPC Summerlin as a comp, uh, comp course. Also Mayakoba, of course, another Norman design, not far from Cancun, Mexico. And then Wailea Country Club mm-hmm. in Hawaii, where they play the Sony. You've seen a lot of great deal of uh, crossover success here between that course yeah. And, and it does get windy here, by the way. It is very open to wind. Wind tends to blow this time of year in Texas. So I use Wiley as well. Let's bring in a fourth voice into the conversation. He is Jeff Seeley. You hear him each and every week during the golf season with Mitch and Polly on Follow the Money. You can follow him on Twitter at Cutmaker Jeff. Jeff, thank you very much for joining us once again. I believe you've been a guest with us each and every year here on Long Shots. And kind of a tough spot in the schedule for the Valero Texas Open. A very tough golf course, too. Of course, you're coming off of the match play, and then next week is the Masters. A tweener for the Valero Texas Open at the Oaks course at TPC San Antonio. What went into your handicap in trying to figure out who might flourish this week? Hey, guys. Great to be with you again. Uh, Looking forward to a fun tournament this week and obviously a big week next week but no this week is, is interesting right i think you got to kind of look at motivation and you got to kind of try to figure out aside from just the course metrics motivation and and who's you know who's who's going to care and who's just kind of using this as a practice round so um I, that was that was a big part of my handicap from a, a stats perspective and honestly the two main things i looked at you guys mentioned it briefly earlier were really approaching putting um this is really a, a second shot course and so I looked at who's kind of playing well with their irons, and then I think putting's going to be an important component this week too. So those are my my two main components. I, I didn't really look at many much off the tee stats because uh, you know generally I think we're going to be not that relevant here. Jeff, uh, not a lot of quality necessarily at the top, although Rory McIlroy is here, Jordan Spieth, defending champion, Matsuyama is here, Corey Connors is here, who has won here before. So did you go ahead and maybe forego a lot of those favorites at the top of the board? Some of these guys, especially like a Connors, played seven rounds of golf last week at the match play. So did you uh, start elsewhere other than the top of the board this week? I, I did, Wes, and, and I, you, know, you mentioned a lot of it, I think. I think guys, you know, they not not that Rory Hideki's season, not those guys don't want to win, but again, I think it, it's it's probably getting prepared for the Masters more than it is anything else. Um, so yeah, no, I, I didn't play any of those guys. 
um, that I, I started a little further down the board. But no, I, I'm, and if I was going to play any one of those guys, I would probably lean Rory just because um, I think he's well rested and, and you know, probably wants to, he's in his, again, off the tee is incredible right now. Putting's even decent lately. So um, if I were going to play one of them, I'd probably bet on Rory. All right. Indy Jeff Seeley with us. And uh, Jeff, bring your A game when you come to Vegas next week for the Masters draft. And if uh, you're going to take Patrick Reed and Sergio again, this is going to be a long week for you. There are so many players <laughs> in the field, <laughs> so many players in the field this week who want not only a win, but a win that will get them into the Masters next week. Big names we've not seen in the Masters, or that we have seen in the Masters for several years. Uh, Jason Day, Ricky Fowler, Bradley, Grace, Kuchar, Poulter, Stenson, none of which are in the field next week. Do you choose to back players in this situation this week, go against them, or not really look at that angle at all when you handicap the Texas Open in terms of matchups and futures? Matt, I, I looked at this, and, and I, I wanted to back those guys, and obviously I think they're all going to be motivated, but I just dug into the numbers, right? First I started with Fowler, and he's, he's 32nd in the field in tee to green, so I'm like, hey, maybe we're onto something here. But he's 125th in putting. We know he's usually been a strong putter throughout his career, and maybe this is an outlier, but as of right now, he's lost as his putter. And I looked at Kuchar, who's actually putting really well, but he's 77th on approach. Um, I looked at Day, and he's you know he's 24th in total strokes gained, so not bad. But he's 86th on approach. So honestly, I, as I'm going down the list and looking at these guys, I, I think they're all going to be motivated. But I didn't see one that jumped out to me. I was looking for an omen of something, but I didn't see any of those guys that I really like. So as of now, I, I'm, if I see some some signs of life early, I may get on some in the live in the live market. But you know, pre-tournament, I'm passing on those guys. Yeah, Jason Day, I've got a future on him to win the Masters at 125-1, to 1, a real gamble, uh, just hoping that he could get in the field. I've got one more shot, and I'm kind of betting against it. I don't, I don't think he's uh, going to all of a sudden show up this week, but you never know. How about the head-to-head matchups, Jeff? Did you find any matchups that the odds makers put up where you had a player that you really liked this week against maybe somebody that you're looking to fade? Absolutely, guys. There's two guys, uh, two matchups I played this week, um, and one of them is, is a guy who I often bet outright. I played Denny McCarthy, a plus 105 over Streelman. Obviously, Streelman is just has, has amazing course history here. Um, but if I can get plus money, McCarthy's been in pretty good form, and he's got decent course history here. Obviously, an elite putter. Um, I think just on a, on a normal course, I would take McCarthy over Streelman. Um, so I'm going to fade a little bit of the course horse here and take McCarthy at plus money. And then I mentioned Kuchar. I'm, I'm not on Kuchar this week. A guy who's played here a ton with mixed results is Johnny Vegas. Uh, and I did play Johnny Vegas at minus 110 over Kuchar. Jeff, uh, you mentioned uh, somebody you were on in the outright. So break down your card this week. Uh, how many did you play? How deep did you go? And who made your list this week? Guys, I just played three guys this week. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm, I'm looking a little more in the next week. But um, the three guys I played, one, I, I played uh, Gary Woodland. Um, he's 30 to one most places and he's 15th in the field and total strokes gained over his last 50 rounds and so not bad there. But what's really appealing to me about Woodland is he's in tremendous form, right? Having finished 21st at the Val Bar, fifth at API, fifth at the Honda. I think 30 to one, he's an attractive bet in this field. Um, I played Maverick McNeely coming in sixth in the field and total strokes gained over his last 50 rounds. Um, he's putting great, but his irons have been kind of off and on. But if I'm looking at him, he's got four top 20s in his last 12 tournaments. 
including a seventh of the Genesis a few weeks ago. So I like McNeely at about 35 to one or so. And then I mentioned Johnny Vegas. Finished seventh here in 2019, made three of his last four cuts. Um, he's eighth in the field on approach in his last 50 rounds. So with Johnny Vegas, it just comes down to a short game. It's usually really bad. If he can just not lose shots on and around the green, I think he'll be in the hunt. And I got him at 55 to one at DraftKings, and that number I think is good again in a, in a pretty weak field. All right, Jeff. Uh, Wes and Brady are dusting off their green jackets for next week's show. Masters is nine days away. I know you like Brooks Kepka. Did you play him? Do you have any bets you've made or things you're thinking about betting, uh, players you got your eye on for next week's uh, Masters? Uh, yeah, I've, I've already bet on Kepka 20 to 1. I even got a little 21 to 1. Um, but I, I, uh, I'm definitely on Kepka. I think this is his year. Uh, his form's good coming in. So I, I'm, I like him a lot. And then the other two guys I'm looking at, and I, I'm kind of curious your guys' opinion. Guys, I was, I was like, my pick to win the Masters preseason was Patrick Cantlay. And I'm a little worried about his form coming in. It hasn't been nearly as sharp as we've seen in the past. What do you guys think about Cantlay in the Masters this year? I'm kind of with you, Jeff. Uh, you know, he started, he's always so good on the West Coast swing. And, and we saw it again this year. You know, he played well at the American Express. He played well at Pebble Beach. And, he always seems to cool off on the Florida swing, but, you know, we've seen him compete at, at Augusta before, kind of that year when you had that magical leaderboard when Tiger ended up winning it. I mean, you had Molinari and Finau and Shoffley and Cantlay. There was just a ton of names up there at the top. I, I don't think it's a bad play, but, yeah, you just kind of wonder when he's going to pop again. You guys? Yeah, same here. Uh, remember, he was in contention a couple years ago when he made that eagle yes. on the back nine and he took the yeah, lead. And I yeah. remember we were watching it at a place here in town and it was like, oh man, this guy's going to win it. And then he hit it in the trees the next hole. That was the year, of course, Tiger ended up uh, surging on the back nine and then everybody went away. Any Patrick Cantley for you, Matt? Uh, he's not one of my favorite players. <laughs> I, I seriously don't like this. Some Some guys you can time up properly and some guys you're always uh, out of sync with. When I bet Cantley, he stinks, and when I don't bet him, he plays well. And uh, I have some other guys like that. So Cantley, I'm not really high on his chances for Augusta. I'm not crazy about him. He, he's not on my short list, let's put it that way. So, Jeff, you've got Kepka yeah. and Cantley. Any others? Yeah, I, I like, I'm like. i going to go back to the well and Will Zalatoris. You know, we saw it, <laughs> we saw it just you know, last time, and I think that he'll kind of be in the hunt again. I think we all agree with him. Putting is going to be the key, and I liked what I saw from his putting stroke in the in the match play. So I'm I'm, I'm going to play a little Zalatoris as well, and I'm trying to find some guys. I'm trying to find a hundred a hundred to one or 150 to one flyer that I'm, I'm looking at. And the, the, right now, the most attractive guy 150 I, I see. I'm going to may take a shot at is is uh, Cam Davis. So um, I think he he certainly can put it get it out there, and if he can putt, uh, he's a guy who could be interesting. So those are a few guys I'm looking at right now. All right, my friend. Well, we will see you next Tuesday for the Masters Draft. And uh, thanks again, as always, for joining us here on Long Shots. And enjoy the Valero Texas Open, Jeff. You got it, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Jeff. All right. That is Jeff Seeley. Follow him on Twitter, at CupMakerJeff. And you can also catch him with Mitch and Polly every week during the golf season on Follow the Money. No event this week across the pond, but we do have a major championship this week. More on that when we return right here on Long Shots. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Long Shots. Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, and Matt Humans with you taking a look at the Valero Texas Open. No across-the-pond segment this week. No European or DP World Tour event this week. So we're going to shift to our major implications segment. And, Wes, we have a major on the men's side next week, of course. But the ladies, they have their first major of the season this week down in Rancho Mirage, California, right outside of Palm Desert. The Chevron Championship, or what used to be known as the Dinosaur. Yeah, it was the uh, ANA inspiration, the Nabisco Dinosaur. Dinosaur, of course, was the host for many years. But first major of the year, looks like it's going to be the last time. It's going to be in Mission Hills, just outside of Los Angeles, because Chevron, who's raised the purse as the sponsor, 
they look like they are going to be moving this to Houston, which is kind of unfortunate because I really like this event. Of course, they have Poppy's Pond where the winner and the caddy and all the entourage jump in. So, uh, you know, first I'll made miss that. Yeah, I will do. I, I think this is a really competitive event. There's been some really good tournaments. I really like this course. But the leader on the odds board is world number one, Jin Young Ko, five to one. She's actually won five times since last September was the LPGA Tour Player of the Year, won the money list, uh, former champion here, but hasn't won a major since 2019 when she won that ANA Inspiration and the Avion Championship. So clear favorite here at five to one. The second choice would likely have been Nelly Korda, world number two, but found a blood clot in her arm three weeks ago, so she is not here. Lydia Ko, though, is here, who won here in 2016, current world number three, actually shot 62 in the final round to fall short by two shots last year. It was uh, Patty Tavatonicet who ended up winning this event 20 to one this year for uh, Patty T. Brooke Henderson, 12 to one co-runner up with Nelly Corda here two years ago, but lost in a playoff to Miram Lee when Miram Lee was like 600 to one. So Brooke Henderson, four top six in her last five LPGA tour events. Also Lexi Thompson, who always seems to contend here. She's only won once 2014. She's at 16 to one, uh, was the runner up lost in a playoff in 2017. And then the 19 year old Ataya Titikul of Thailand. She is currently number five in the world, won her first PG LPGA event last weekend at the JTBC Classic over Nana Kurtz Madsen, who is 25 to one, won in Thailand a couple weeks ago, did the Dane. So therein, Danielle Kang at 20 to one has already won this year. NB Park, 22 to one, has won this event before in 2013. Minji Lee, 25 to one, also in this field. And I'll just go ahead and say what I like here. And the latter two names are two of that I played. NB Park, 22 to one. One. Gone a calendar year without a win. Last one at the Kia Classic in Carlsbad last year, but has been very good here. Obviously, a former winner. She's good on strokes gain approach. If she can, she can just like keep it in play and be good off the tee. I think she can go well here. Minji Lee, probably my favorite of the three plays I made. Twenty-five to one, world number four, number one on tour and approach, number one in strokes gain tee to green, third in GIR. Won her first major last year at the Avion Championship over in France. So she's gone close, too, also at the AIG Women's uh, British Open. Third and seventh in this event over the last couple years. Uh, has never been worse than 26th uh, on this course. So Minji Lee, 25-1. to 1. And then Young Kim, 66-1. to 1. She was T3 here last year. Missed the cut at the JTBC, and she missed the cut at the Kia, the same event last year, and then ended up being T3. So despite a down year in 2021, she was number one in T to green, and I think that's what you're going to need to be on this Mission Hills Country Club, about a little over 6,700 yards, par 72. All right, very good. Matt, good. and your plays for the uh, Chevron Minji champion? Lee. Minji Actually, Lee. I used to bet Minji Lee. I, I mm -hmm. was watching a women's tournament. I really liked her game, and I decided I was going to bet her until she won, and she eventually won for me. Uh, but Danielle Kang's one of my new favorite players. Lydia Ko is going to be tough to beat on this course too. I think. Yeah, but she was right. At, she was right in the mix last year. I mean, to shoot a 62 in the final round, and that's the course record here. Danielle Kang, uh, Wes's uh, favorite La line, Las Maverick Vegas native uh, girlfriend. I don't know. I don't know if they're together. I haven't followed the drama lately, oh, but I know. She is? I don't know. Is she? I don't know. Oh, I, I know. I know she's won an event this year, and she probably the door will may be, be open for Wes Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll close quickly. <laughs> well, I tell you what. After they cut the nets down in New Orleans, Jim Nance uh, he'll get on a plane to Augusta, Georgia, and we immediately shift into Masters Week. Matt, is there anybody in the world who has a better job than Jim Nance? Oh, this at week? least for those two weeks, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Matt, I'm going to start with you. What do you have in pocket currently to win the Masters, and do you feel like you will add any additional outright plays before next Thursday? Oh, there's no doubt I'll add plays, Brady, because I always bet too many guys in the Masters. Yeah, I I think that's a problem we all have. The board is up there for so long, you keep finding some uh, diamonds in the rough, and next thing you know, you end up with about 10 futures. Jeff Davis over at Circus Sports adjusts his board, and Jeff Sherman at the Westgate Superbook does it too. And you find these attractive prices on players, and you can't resist. Now, they don't have to be big bets. Sometimes you might just make a, a smaller play on some of these guys where you're betting 20 or $50. But uh, I, I took a few long shots because I, I like the prices that Jeff Davis had up on some guys in the Masters over at Circus. Seamus Power, 150 to 1. Mm. Tom Hoagie, 200 to 1. Cameron Champ, 500. Wow. Uh, you know, it's just Cameron Champ actually played well at Augusta last year, except for one round. Uh, so, and you're always looking for guys who are long off the tee at Augusta, too. You're not going to play Kevin Kistner to win the Masters. But uh, some of those long shots, not big bets for me, but guys who you never know might be in the, on the leaderboard on the weekend to give you a good run for your money at a long shot number. I bet Will Zalatoris early in the year, 40 to 1, and Cameron Smith, 41 to 1. Those are my top two plays right now. I'm thinking about DJ. I really liked the way he played last week, and I haven't said that about DJ in a long mm-hmm. time. But maybe this is his time to win at Augusta. Uh, 18 to 1, not a bad price. You know, you got so many elite players up there at the top of the board in that 10 to 22 to 1 range or so. Yeah, you're, you're not getting 30 to 1 on Jordan nah, Spieth this nah. week. And I mean, he's down at like 12 or 14. I mean, all those top guys, uh, their odds are so short. And you can't play too many of those guys. Right. Just not value in playing three, two or three guys in that odds range. You kind of have to pick one and roll with it. DJ might be the guy I roll with. I, I really haven't decided that yet. Wes, I know you added Paul Casey to win the green jacket last week. Where do you stand with the outright plays currently to win the Masters? Yeah, I'm going to end up with probably seven or eight by this time next week. I've got three right now. Of course, I have Justin Thomas. I've had him all season. That number has not moved at 14. Paul Casey did add Thomas Peters at 130 Mm. to 1. And Thomas Peters actually last week did not get out of his group in the Dell match play down there in Austin. But played the, they played the three-round Robin matches, of course, in, in the groups before they go to the round of 16. Thomas Peters shot 15 under on his own ball. I know wow. Austin is not necessarily a course corollary, but shot 15 under par and just wasn't able to uh, make it out of his group just based on that format. But that shows a guy that I think is in shape. And Thomas Peters has shown at some majors before, shown a couple times at the PGA, already has won this year over in Abu Dhabi. So looks like the game's in good good shape that's a big price for a really good player well we know that Riviera is a big correlated course to Augusta National Thomas Peters won as an amateur at Riviera had another good finish there uh, early in his career uh, at the uh, Genesis Invitational and that was a year I had him at 125 to 1 to win the Masters before really anybody knew about this guy and I think he ended up finishing fourth that year so he's done well at Augusta as well and like you say now you can find him in the neighborhood of 130 or 140 40 to 1. Uh, I'm with you, Matt, on Cameron Smith. I bet him way back when he was in the middle of that victory uh, at Kapalua in January. I also got him at 40 to 1. I mentioned Jason Day, just took a shot there. Uh, because if you can get Jason Day at the Masters at 125 to 1, I figured I had to take a shot. Uh, Mark Leishman, I've got three Aussies in a row here. I took Mark Leishman at 125 to 1. He's had very good success at Augusta in the past. I did add Shane Lowry, and Lowry's got a couple of top 25s in his last two starts at Augusta. 
Other than that, he hasn't been real successful, but he is in great form right here, right now. He, he's had a really good season so far, and I don't think there's any reason this guy can't go well, and, and I thought 100-1 to 1 was a pretty darn good price. And then uh, I did add two guys later last week uh, that I've been waiting for a number to pop, and I was waiting for 20-1. to 1. I got there with one. I took Brooks Kepka a little better than 20 to 1. And Matt, I'm already there on DJ. I was hoping to get 20, and it's not going to come at this point now. So I took 18 to 1. If you look at DJ and Kepka, DJ missed the cut last April in his title in his title defense. Prior to that, he went first, second, tenth, fourth, and sixth at Augusta. Kepka missed uh, Kepka missed the cut last year too. You recall he could barely get in and out of the bunkers. He had that injured knee, so I kind of throw that one out. His prior three Masters to that seventh, second, and eleventh. I, I think both of these guys are going to be there again. Yeah, think about last year's Masters. Uh, Brooks, DJ, and Rory all missed the cut. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'll probably be different this year. And uh, like Jeff Seeley mentioned, Rory is well-rested. He did not play the match play. Going to do a little tune-up this week in San Antonio. We will see how he fares as he continues to try and pursue that career grand slam at Augusta National. Next up is our match play segment. We'll go over all of our plays for the Valero Texas Open. Stick around. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back here on Long Shots, it is time for the match play segment. All of our plays for this week's event, the Valero Texas Open at TPC San Antonio. Matt, I will start with you, your outrights, and if you have any head-to-head matchups. No matchups this week. Uh, I'll have some matchups for the Masters, but not going to play any this week. Abraham answered 20-1, to 1, talked about tee to green, putting. Uh, this is his fifth trip here to San Antonio. He's got pretty solid performances, nothing spectacular. I think this could be a breakthrough for him. He played pretty well last week in Austin. Also at 20-1, to Corey Connors, talking about a horse for the course, 2019 champ. Uh, he opened 5-0 and in the match play last week. Uh, so his current form is pretty good, too. He'll take that short trip from Austin to San Antonio on a course that he loves, and I think uh, he should be in the hunt. His scoring average on this course in San Antonio, 69.5. Uh, Gary Woodland was a guy I looked at. I did not play, but I think Wes is going to have something on him. Maverick McNeely played well in Austin. This is his debut here, and I typically don't like the guys making their debut on a course, but if you're looking at players who uh, are trying to work their way into the Masters field, this is one of those guys, right? And uh, McNeely, is Jeff Sherman at the Westgate told me early this year, he's going to bet Maverick McNeely in every, every tournament until he wins. He's knocking on the door. And uh, he could do what Jordan Spieth did last year in San Antonio, I think. Uh, 30 to 1 is a fair price. I was hoping for a little bit more, but I played Maverick at 30. And Charlie Hoffman, one of your favorite players from San Diego, Brady, uh, not in good current form, but he is the definition of a horse for the course here. 2016 champ. He's got three seconds and a third, and the last two times this tournament was played here, he finished second. He really pushed Jordan Spieth last year. It looked like at one point Hoffman was going to win that tournament. So maybe this will be a slump buster for uh, Charlie Hoffman. At 65-1, to I think he's worth a shot. Absolutely, with his history here. And uh, you're right. I mean, it's kind of like Jordan Spieth at Augusta, too. They uh, travel down Magnolia Lane there, and something switches for Jordan Spieth. It's the same thing here in San Antonio for Charlie Hoffman. Wes, what about you this week? Yeah, Matt and I matched up on Abraham Answer, 22-1, to 20-ish to 1 range is where you can get him. Uh, played very well at the match play. Of course, uh, capped it off, beat Colin Marikawa, 7-6. and six. Absolutely smoked Marikawa, yeah. but before he lost to Corey Connors in the quarterfinals. Never really has finished great here. I think 23rd is his best uh, uh, finish, but he actually is a San Antonio resident. Mm-hmm. Practices on this course, TPC San Antonio, has gone well on Greg Norman's other PGA Tour design. That's El Camilleon, the uh, Mayakoba Golf Classic. Uh, four finishes of 12 or better in his short time play in that event. So Abe answer, 22 to 1. If you're looking for a guy maybe that can win, that's a little bit of a shorter price this week, but can win and play his way in the Masters, perhaps you look at Chris Kirk, and I did 
did, mm-hmm. 35 to 1. I don't love the number, but 14th at Phoenix, 7th at the Honda, 5th at Bay Hill. Uh, he's been teeing it up here at San Antonio several times, 6th, 8th, 8th, 13th, and 48th to go along with two missed cuts. Drives the course well, even when he's missed cuts here. Good record at Colonial, including a win in 2015 yep. and a couple other top fives couple runners up at Wiley Country Club. Actually, the one he had two years ago is what got him back on the tour when he was on that major medical extension. So Chris Kirk, 35. Gary Woodland, same number, 35. Woodland's finally back healthy because he's been injured for the better part of the last two seasons. Results are showing it. Fifth at the Honda, fifth at the Arnold Palmer, which he really probably should have won. We had about everybody surrounded there except for the guy that won the thing, Scotty Scheffler. So Woodland's always been solid at Colonial. Also as a runner-up at PGA West, and PGA West, you mentioned it earlier, has some connection here. A couple guys have won that event have also won this event. So Woodland, 35-1. to uh, I'm going to take a shot with Tony Fee now at 40-1, to who I have not bet in a really long time, and for good reason, because his form has not been good. He's only had one top 20 this year, and that was the first event of the year in Kapalua when there's only 38 players. So he's basically (laughs) right like halfway point through the field. Didn't get out of group play last week, but in his final match against Xander Schauffele, when he really could have packed it in, and actually Xander Schauffele really needed to win that match to get out of the group, and Tony Finau just beat him, beat him down. Eight birdies on the round, ball striking starting to come around. He was third here back in 2017. Seeing him at the Masters, this was a guy that finished top 10 there last year. He's like 66-1. to one. Yeah, I've seen him as high, so that could be a potential add. Jeff Seeley uh, mentioned one. I'm on Johnny Vegas, 55-1. to one. Shot 11 under over the weekend in Dominican Republic. He was fourth in the Corrales Punta Cana last week, won by Chad Ramey, was on the wrong side of the weather draw. So very good ball striking, really always good off the tee is is Johnny Vegas, just the putting you worry about. But in terms of tee to green, he's probably one of the better players in this field. Patton Kazire, 70 to one, tee nine debut here last year, has victories at the Sony Open at Wiley, Mm -hmm. also at El Camillion, another Norman design, top three at Colonial, top three at the Byron Nelson. So he's played well in Texas. Uh, Think he could go well here, 70 to 1. Dylan Fratelli, another Texas Longhorn. Maybe Longhorns are going to be back to back here, 100 to 1, trying to get his way back into the Masters with the victory. If you remember, he was kind of in the mix there in uh, 2020, uh, T5 at Augusta. He's made five of the last six cuts. Think he'll be better off the tee this week. And then my really long bomb is actually a guy that's had some success on this course, but not in this event. Austin Smotherman, 250 to 1, has never played the Valero before, but was fourth here two years ago. There used to be a Corn Ferry event. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Davis Riley. Davis no, Riley's Davis, won Davis here. Riley did. And yeah. Davis Riley showed out at the Valspar a couple weeks ago, losing in that playoff to Sam Burns. Smotherman was fourth in that TPC San Antonio Championship on the KFT, 13th on tour and approach, 26 off the tee, 33rd tee to green. Ball striking has been solid. He missed the cut last week at Corrales, but you're going to get those results out of rookie players that just come from the Corn Ferry. So Smotherman, I think, could have a chance to hit the board if you want to bet an outright or if you want to bet like a top five or a top ten. Big payout when a guy's 250 to one. Any uh, head-to-head matchups for you this week? Yeah, just a couple. Uh, I did play Finau at plus 110 over Siwoo. I think Tony's going to play well this week. Bryson DeChambeau. 
I got a good number. It's been getting bet. I did bet him over Jason Day because Bryson was, I think, rusty last week in the match play, but he looked healthy, even though he's talking about the torn labrum in his hip and what he's battling with his hand. So he at least looked healthy. Uh, didn't look like he was wincing in pain, just wasn't winning a lot of holes. Brendan Steele, 135 over Scott Stallings. And then uh, Richard Bland, who, if he would have beaten Dustin Johnson, would have gotten himself in the Masters, would have gotten in the top 50 in the OWGR, plus 115 over Lee Westwood. All right. Well, I did land on Bryson DeChambeau. My shortest shot at 28 to 1. I did see him get to 30 for just a minute I, on Monday I was Monday so night. tempted because when it drip, when it goes that high, it's yeah. like, well, wait a minute here. I, I bet him at 28, and then I saw him go to 30, and I was kicking myself. But uh, I had already played him at 28, and I've seen him as low as 20. Uh, he's been excellent on the correlated courses, especially TPC Summerlin, where he has a win and three other top 10 finishes. Uh, I really liked him. I mentioned how these par fives at this course are so long and difficult. Uh, I figure Bryson DeChambeau is a good guy to have in your pocket there for attacking these long par fives. I'm with you on Gary Woodland at 35 to 1. You and I have been talking about him, Wes, this upward trajectory that he's been on on the Florida swing. Tremendous run over in Florida for Gary Woodland and uh, could be a matter of time before he pops on top of the leaderboard again. Adam Hadwin, I got him at 43 to 1, and I saw him drift all the way up to 50 to 1 at Circa. Two top 10s at the Mayakoba, three top 10s in Summerlin. Top 10 in the field for approach, putting, and scrambling, and in good current form with a 7th at the Valspar and a ninth at the Players' Championship. I'm also on Chris Kirk. I was able to get him at 50-1. to 1. What scares me is everybody I've seen this week yeah, on he, Chris Kirk. Yeah, he's been very popular. He has been really <laughs> but popular. But it's justified. I mean, he has been playing outstanding golf, and he's got really good history at the correlated courses, so he makes sense. You just hate to see it when everybody in the world's on the same guy. Uh, I am with you on Patton Gazire. I got him at 75, two top ten or two top five finishes at Summerlin, one at Mayakoba, one at the Sony. He's fifth in the field on approach, 18th in scrambling, and he was ninth here last year at the Valero. And then my two long bombs, one matches up with you, Wes. I'm also on the uh, University of Texas uh, Longhorn Dylan Fratelli at 125 to 1. And then I took a shot with Kramer Hickok, also at 125 to 1. I've seen him as low as 80 to 1. 12th in the field in putting, fourth in scrambling, also another University of Texas guy. Uh, I like his current form, 13th at the Corrales last week, 20th at the Sony. And you remember he got off to a really good start at the Players' Championship. Uh, before the weather kicked in. And then I am also on one head-to-head matchup for the entire tournament. Matchup with you there, Wes. Bryson DeChambeau over Jason Day. I got it at minus 130. I've seen it lately as high as minus 170. Yeah, it got pounded earlier this morning. So, uh, you know, Jason Day obviously not in great form, trying to play his way into the Masters. But Bryson DeChambeau, I do think, is coming along. He just needs to work off that rust. Maybe this is another week for him to do that. Yeah, I think no matter what the case is here, he's certainly one of the top players in the field. So maybe we can land on another winner there with Bryson DeChambeau. That is going to do it for this week's edition of Long Shots. Thank you for tuning in. Next week, it is Masters Week. It's SVP Week here at VSIN. Scott Van Pelt will join us to preview the Masters. You know these players are going to hit some long shots. Hopefully we do too.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.